Hi, I'm Lenka. So, hi, I'm Natalie. In Into Your Life podcast, we discuss anything and everything related to our life. The premise of this podcast is to lean more into our life and find ways how we can carve more time and space in our businesses, in our busy lives, to really tune into ourselves and live life to the fullest. Did you know that simply knowing is not half the battle? So what do you mean by simply knowing? Knowing, knowing what? So being aware of something, having the awareness of potentially I want to change a habit, having the awareness of I want to be doing something, I want to be achieving something, or how can I help myself if I'm feeling certain emotions or if I'm dealing with something challenging. Simply knowing it's not half the battle. It's not enough. Being aware of something is almost like the first step to creating a change. Because how can you create change if you don't know or are not aware? Just being aware is not the complete step. There is more to it. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that I've been thinking about quite a lot lately. About, you know, if you're starting with new habits, is it enough to know that this is the habit that I want to be working on? This is the thing, the routine that I want to be improving. And these are the steps I need to take. Like, this is what I want to change. And I am absolutely aware of I need to be more exercising or I need to be doing this. And how can I do that? Like, we've read so many books about, you know, habits building and stuff like that. And yet, do we do that? And I'm looking at myself so many times. I'm like, I know all the stuff. I know all the things I should be doing. I know all the things I want to be doing. But in so many occasions, I'm like absolutely unable to do that. And it really got me thinking about knowing and kind of simply how powerful is awareness or what else do we really need above and beyond the awareness to be able to create meaningful, lasting change or to simply if it comes in terms of dealing with your emotions and processing things like grief, again, simply knowing what are the steps of the grief process or what are the steps that help you process your emotions, simply knowing that it's not enough. And it kind of ties nicely to one of our previous episodes where we talked about all the things that we want to be doing to be more zen and to be more relaxed and to have a better lifestyle. And yet I keep getting myself to do idea of I know that and I kind of made a commitment to do that and yet when I'm in the moment I struggle to do it it's almost like when you create start to create a change so you talked about habits so let's stick with habits we have the the idea that we want to change a habit to help us instead of maybe a habit that's hindering us it takes effort it takes work It's also understanding which habits are good for us and which habits we want to create and have the change in our lives. We still have to put in the work and the effort into creating this new habit. And this is where our energy is used up. And this is where we are putting in our energy in creating this new habit, this new routine. So it's it's almost like, Yes, I want to 
read one chapter of a book half an hour or read for half an hour every evening because I know that that's going to increase my knowledge that's going it's something I want to do I enjoy reading but I struggle to find the time to read so I'm going to create this habit of every evening for half an hour I'm going to read a book that's the awareness it's now actually putting that into practice some nights you're going to think eh, no I don't don't feel like it or I'm too tired to read or I'm watching this great program on Netflix or actually I've got to go to these emails I need to catch up with work so it's being committed to it and that's where the work comes in and that's where the, the energy is used up until it becomes a habit once it's a habit and it's in place and it's not so tiring or doesn't require that energy to change it. And this is really something that you're experiencing is, and, and I know I experienced that in, in quite a few things, is we know what we want to change. We know what our end result is that we want. <laughs> but the knowing is not necessarily what creates the change. It's the <laughs> and I think there's also the point of really being clear on the why, having the clarity on why really like no BS, no superficial reasons, no, you know, frivolous, really going deep into why do I really want to do it? What's in it for me? And why is this so ridiculously important to me? that I will find a way to make it happen, that I will prioritize it, that I will create a process and a routine and I will create a bank of energy for myself to really find certain levers when I'm not feeling like doing that or the things around me are happening, happening, especially in the early stages when we are still building this habit, to be like, no, I really know why this is so important to me. I really know what this is going to allow me and enable me to do later on, how I'm going to feel. And for me, really going with the feeling and in the moment when I'm doing it, once I've convinced myself to do that, I'm doing it, finding moments of really paying to the attention to how am I feeling right now? Like I do that, be it yoga, be it reading, be it, you know, working on a certain proposal that you don't want to be working on. In working out, but in that moment, finding a bubble of reflection, and again, it is the word awareness to how am I feeling and kind of anchoring the activity and anchoring the outcome, which are often very rational, uh, very logical, anchoring it to the feeling and anchoring it to a body sensation, kind of almost embodying it. It can also be what is your why? why you want to create this change you've had the awareness you know that this change is something that you want why do you want it and this comes back to the shoulds so is this something you feel that you should changing because they and whoever they is has told you so or you think that they that's what they expect from you or is this a change that you want to make 
And what is the reasoning behind it? Now, you mentioned reasoning. And why do you want to create this, this chain? I think that would also utilize what type of energy you're using. But if you're creating a change because that's what you think you should be doing, and that's what they have told you to do, there's no emotional connection to it. Are you going to find that energy to create that new habit? If it's something that you really want to create in your life, if this is something you really want to be doing, you will find that energy. You will find that routine. You will find a way to do it. Yes, you might have setbacks. Yes, you might forget or something will come up. That's okay. Just on it next day. I think that's so important is, is why are you wanting to do something? Is it because you want to do it? Is it because it's something you feel strongly connected to? Or is it something that you feel you should be doing? And I like that you're bringing it back to, again, the emotions, because we know that emotions are so important, like really feeling why it is important and connecting with it beyond the rational level. And I found that lately where there are certain things that are happening and you have the emotions potentially heightened because around certain things we will have emotions. We will have highly positive emotions or we will have negative emotions. And if you're trying to change a habit, it will automatically bring certain emotions out. And I found very interesting that when you do pay attention to those emotions and when you are in those heightened emotional states, sometimes it can be harder even to convince yourself to do that. So some of the habits where even we, we could be talking weight loss, we could be talking certain things that do bring out different emotions. It can be in business, challenging ourselves, putting ourselves out there, or it could be other things that where there are these emotions that we will have very heightened sense and we will be very emotional obviously we're talking about emotions and in those moments it might be very hard for our rational brain to kick in and to be bringing us back to the reasoning and be bringing us back to understanding the why and understanding to the awareness so and that's where i think then the trick and the challenge with habits is because in those moments, especially when it gets emotional, it's great to already have a routine, a practice, a something that you've practiced before. So then the body takes over almost automatically without you really having to kind of power through. Because we know that we have very limited willpower resources. Our willpower cannot carry us through so many things. So then we need to tap into different sources. And I really noticed lately that when there's something so sensitive going on that I feel this heightened state, that all the little practices that I've been doing throughout my days and years as breathing practice, as journaling practice, as self-reflection, that bit by bit you can start bringing them out of the toolbox. You can be like, okay, like this habit is one habit that I now want to build. That I really want to be doing yoga more, but I still can't. Like I really can't get myself off to the mat. I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling around it. Why can't I do that? 
And then you can start pulling a lot more of the things from your toolbox to be like, so let, let me first journal on that to figure out. Let me do at least start with some breathing techniques around it. Let me pay attention to my emotions and try to recognize what emotions I have around that to then see that I can get a better understanding of my emotions and potentially allow myself feel those emotions more deeply so that I can express and then kind of, rec kind of uh, regulate my emotions around these things a lot better. So when you are trying to create change, you, you've, you've had the awareness and now you want to create the change. It is now when you look at your toolbox, you look at what you've got. So you've mentioned journaling, the breathing, and it's, it's whatever you have in your toolbox is finding what works for you. And then you've got two options. You have the option of having an accountability buddy or a mentor who will support you, keep you accountable, guide you, whatever you need in order to create the change, in order to create the new habit. The other idea or option is to not bite off more than you can chew. So let me explain. You don't have to go from zero to 100 in three seconds flat. So it's about making the small incremental changes. So you know what the end result is, you know what the end goal is, but it's what's the next step? What's the next step? And it's like running a marathon. You know that the marathon, the 26 miles is what you're aiming for. But if you just think of the 26 miles, it's like, oh my God, I haven't run in years. So what's the next step? The next step is maybe starting to walk for five minutes. Then that's your next step. The next step is then walking 10 minutes and then half an hour. And then slowly maybe running for two minutes and walking for 10 minutes. So it's, it's the next step. That is what helps you to create the new habit. It's not where you want to be. It's how you're getting there. And it's these little incremental steps that make the difference to creating the habit. Because when you look at the big goal, it can feel overwhelming. It can feel exhausting. And the desire to give up comes. And it does. You just think, oh, it's too much hard work. I can't do this. But when you've just got those little steps, you can keep going. Even if you don't feel like it, you can still keep going because it's not about the 26 miles. It's about where am I at now and what's my next step. And also having smaller milestones and breaking it down into more manageable steps, then it works with your biology because obviously habit building is utilizes dopamine which is the molecule of kind of desire and motivation. But also, if you have a massive goal that a big habit, some big change that you really want to achieve, it will very quickly become feeling pointless that you're never going to get there. And then your biology will work against you. But if you have small goals and if you have small steps that you do celebrate the small wins, you do celebrate the fact that you have done it a week in a row, you have done it a month in a row. And it's where lots of the apps that you can potentially be using for 
anything in this world. Like I do use it for Spanish and I use it for my yoga and I use it for my intermittent fasting and you can use it for reading. All those apps will have this moment of gamification where they do give you tiny little rewards, like tiny little celebrations. Whenever you completed a day, you completed a week, you completed a month, you completed a year. And that also works with our biology because it gives us tiny little regular insurgence of dopamine that gives us to keep us motivated, keep us going forward, keep us wanting more of that thing that we rationally know we want. But now even our subconscious biology is helping to do that. So I absolutely love the point of breaking it down to smaller goals, breaking down to small steps. And I would say do celebrate those wins and do pay attention to those milestones that you're crossing. And don't beat yourself up if you haven't managed to really stick to it. Because all of those things, your body and brain do pay attention to how you speak to yourself. So if you feel celebrated, if you celebrate any kind of a win, and if you really give yourself the good feeling and appreciation, your brain and body will recognize that and they will give you more of the good things going forward rather than if you had a one unlucky day, a week or whatever. And then if you would be beating yourself up for it, you would be you know, negatively talking about that to yourself. And out of nowhere, you would not be doing anything whatsoever. So what are you aware of and what new habits are you wanting to create in your life? And I use the word wanting, not should. What new habits or new awarenesses are you wanting to create in your life? And what little milestones or little steps can you put into place or get you to that final habit, final goal that you're looking for? If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to comment, like, and share with your friends so we get more wonderful people listening into our random conversations.